Touch-free technology isn't the only trend taking shape in the commercial restroom right now. Increased privacy measures and gender-inclusive trends, along with new technology designed to manage restroom traffic, are at the forefront of forward-thinking restroom design, not to mention new design that incorporates social distancing. Thanks to its partnership with Populous, a renowned global architecture firm, Sloan is working to incorporate these design trends and provide innovative solutions that architects and designers can incorporate into commercial restrooms of all types in a post-COVID-19 environment. Welcome to Sloan's Commercial Restroom Reflections Podcast, the show where we take a deep dive into the past, present, and future of restroom innovation. Recorded from Sloan Studios in our Franklin Park, Illinois headquarters, each episode will bring you engaging interviews from our team and other industry experts to keep you up to date on cutting-edge commercial restroom trends covering design, technology, sustainability, and much more. Let's get today's show started. Hello, I'm your host and Sloan's Director of Corporate Sustainability, Patrick Boyle. We're pleased you could join us today for today's episode of Commercial Restroom Reflections. On today's show, we'll be discussing commercial restroom design trends and how they're helping architects and designers develop innovative restroom environments with privacy, social distancing, and other key factors in mind. We're pleased to welcome a pair of guests to today's show. First, a special welcome to Adam Stover, Senior Principal at Populous. Adam is joined by Sloan's Strategic Account Manager, Kirk Rubin. Adam and Kirk, welcome to the show. Thanks, Patrick. Excited to be here and spend some time with you and Kirk today. Hey Adam, hey Patrick, great to be with you guys today. Look forward to the conversation. Glad to have you guys in the studio. Okay, first one, Adam, before we get into the restroom innovations you're creating with Sloan, I was hoping you could introduce our listeners to Populous and then take us back to the starting of your partnership with Sloan and tell us how that got started. Certainly. Um, Yeah, Populous is a global design firm. We have colleagues spanning four continents and we work with uh, communities of all sizes. And using a range of disciplines, uh, we have the privilege and blessing to create experiences that amplify the joy that is felt and and shared with human moments. Um, that has led led us and let me you know, the opportunity over almost 20 years to work in a variety of spaces from uh, stadiums, arenas, to airports, to collegiate uh, facilities and training facilities. With all that said, though, uh, we really, it all starts at the table, right? We, it starts with asking questions. It starts with listening, observing people, challenging one another, right? And, and then we work to apply those as experiences. And I think that's where really I got the opportunity to engage with uh, Jim Allen and, and others of Sloan, oh man, about uh, about five years ago now, four or five years ago, we were working on the Wrigley Field Project. You know, Sloan is an amazing ambassador and partner um, of Wrigley, and we were talking about ways to implement uh, the Sloan story into some of the club spaces. And so um, we were introduced to one another uh, as being the, leading the interior um, design of that effort. And, and really, you know, I had always, always looked at Sloan similar to a lot of other, um, you know, manufacturers of similar products where, you know, we're going to go to the book, we're going to specify and we're going to move on. And, and really, you guys, they, Sloan challenged me, right, and, and, and saw where we were headed. And, and they were said, we can't do that. And I said, well, then we're going somewhere else. And. And so we started to challenge one another and realize the, the opportunity, amazing opportunities that could come. But Jim, you know, started talking about the, the patent of the original flush valve, 
and it'll the years of that patent align beautifully with uh, the story of the 1914 club that we were telling and we started you know studying materials and and could we do an aged bronze and we've never done that before jim said but let's find a way right there was never a no they always he always wanted to try to challenge to push push the standard because what what he understood and what we really strive for is that the toilet experience is an extension of the of the club right when i go in the club it's all about those moments and, and telling that story when i go into the restroom it shouldn't change it should just be an extension and that's really interesting and 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 some great feedback and, and and some great projects could you tell us a little bit more yeah so some of the things we've been blessed to engage on and study one of them is uh, the recent uh, mobile showroom uh, sloan came to us you know with really a, a challenge um saying hey how do we better connect to to um, our end users um, and to our specifiers across the country. Um, not just, you know, not just the architects and designers, but all level of specifiers and installers. And, and that challenge was, you know, creating this space that could travel the country and, you know, in a, a very limited amount of time, keep the attention of, of the design community and tell your story in a way that would um, allow them, right, wanting to come back uh, again and again, right? That really, that goes back to the emphasis of what we try to do as a practice. So that one has now led to, you know, the same similar challenge with a, uh, a mobile uh, a toilet room, as well as, you know, other, uh, other studies. Um, we're working with your team and, and several professional sports clients right now, really uh, studying the bathroom as it relates to uh, everything that we are navigating in 2020 and really what we see, you know, as a transition to how we uh, engage to be better uh, moving forward. So a lot of innovation, a lot of uh, cool challenges ahead, and it's been a fun ride so far, and I can't wait to see what's created out of it. That's some great insight, Adam. Thanks for taking us through to see how Populous and Sloan came together to work on these great, great projects. Kirk, can you tell me how you were first introduced to Populous? Yeah, sure. It's, uh, Patrick, it's about probably four or five years ago. I did a presentation with a group of designers at, at Populous in Kansas City. And, you know, shortly after we started talking about the, like Adam said, the Wrigley Field renovation uh, projects. Uh, we also hosted a group of designers at Stone and Steel, our uh, design center in Arizona, to uh, discuss some custom product opportunities on that project. The designers were really innovative and came up with some really cool ideas. And uh, you know, since our relationship has just grown um, ever since. Thanks, Kurt. So, Adam, privacy and social distancing, in particular, uh, now especially with with COVID, are important trends right now. And we're seeing architects and designers beginning to focus on this topic and starting to really equip their restroom projects with these various elements in mind. What insight can you provide us on this topic from that A&D perspective? Uh, Patrick, that's a great question and certainly an extremely important topic that I think everybody in the design community is studying and has been studying now for a larger part of three quarters of the year as well as all of our clients are looking at it, right? Uh, we went through 2020 excuse me, with well, really no fans in the bowl. Uh, had a few in, in January and February before we had to transition. And so, you know, no, no fans in the bowl, no concerts. Um, so I think uh, as humans, we are we're craved to get back into that environment, right? We're craved to be a part of something special, right? I think the beauty of sports, what is 
really uh, kept me passionate about about this type of uh, architecture is that, you know, for those few hours, we are all in that facility for one common goal. Stresses of life are out the window and, and we're there for the passion and support of our team. And we're going to be back there soon, right? But as we do that, we have to think about what that looks like. And, you know, the, the distancing aspect is not going away anytime soon. I think, you know, we, we also think about uh, mitigation of bacteria, right? We've, we use the word COVID, but I, I like to use a couple words. I like to say it's an opportunity to be better. And how do we work to mitigate bacteria, right? It's always been there. If we can minimize or mitigate the spread of bacteria, we can also impact, have a positive impact on, on everything, right? The flu and everything else. So it's a win-win. And, and I think in terms of bathrooms, it is one of the areas where there, there can be extreme congestion, especially in public assembly buildings. You know, uh, typically there's a rush, right? At the end of the quarter, the end of a period, right? Massive rush to the restroom. And so a lot of attention being, being spent on how we can minimize that. Um, when you're in the restroom, how can we minimize touch, right? Um, you know, I can get you in the door, but, you know, I'm, I'm touching toilet stalls. I'm touching flush, you know, handles at times. I'm touching other dispensers. You know, I think really it's stepping back and studying how do we eliminate touch in a bathroom. Um, and, and I'm confident it can be done. Um, I know, you know, it's a, it's a passion, um, an extremely important project for Sloan as well. And, and so one step is that, that minimization of touch. The second is, you know, movement and spread of movement. And, you know, I think hopefully we'll get an opportunity to talk about the Tush Light and how that is actually could be a very important piece in, in helping spread people out. But to, to your point specifically, yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're looking at custom and permanent, um, you know, partitions. We're seeing those in a lot of airports right now. We're going to see them in stadiums. I hope they disappear, right? I hope we're able to transition away. So the one thing as designers and storytellers that we have to do is implement them in a way that, that feels um, like they belong. But when we remove them, it works as well, right? So, so you know, getting creative. And I think um, we while we will come out of this... Um, stronger and better you know it's also taught us that we have to adapt and i think we have to create these solutions that that while they might be removed they may have to come back again so that really uh, creates a cool opportunity for us to think about the details and the implementation of things like like partitions um you know do we how do we uh, separate water closets and urinals you know um hand washing stations i think the all-in-one hand washing station, hand washing stations where you get water, soap and, and a dry all in the same spot and we don't have to move people, right? We, we can minimize those congestions, um, can be really beneficial as we, uh, as we move forward in, in restroom design. So you, you mentioned several different design points. Does this type of personal space design, does it take shape in different ways across various environments? I'm thinking about airports, uh, uh, sporting arenas, and schools, these tend to be really crowded spaces. How can you design these spaces to, to, to really bring in that personal space for, for these end users? No, great question. I think there's a couple of challenges and, and really, you know, two, two ways that we're looking at it as designers. And I know some and other companies are studying the similar is, you know, the first one is existing right a lot of what we're having to adapt to are existing environments 
We don't have the ability to start from scratch. We don't have the ability to make the bathrooms much bigger and allow for, for bigger thoroughfares, right? So we're having to adapt to what we have. And I think that's where technology is really important right now and solutions that allow us to adapt and minimize, you know, a lot of that, that touch. Um, but in terms of, you know, when we can, I think, you know, a couple of things, right? If we can have in and out, if uh, you and I and Kirk were at a game, you know, halftime, we run to the restroom, we go in one door, clearly marked as an entry, we go out the exit, right? We, we, we really spatially and programmatically think about movement and think about when I come into the bathroom, I'm waiting for, for a urinal or stall to open, you know, it's opened and then I transition from there, right? I'm transitioning to the hand washing station, then to a paper towel or hand drying and then out the door. And what does that look like? Where is the trash can placed? We wanna make sure that people aren't going backwards to get to the trash can. We want that to be a fluid approach to minimize that congestion as you're talking about. I think, you know, double loaded, those types of things will allow that as well. So uh, everything we can do and just in terms of studying that path to try to maximize that, that distance and uh, minimize the congestion is certainly something that everybody is studying and we're, we're certainly doing that as well. Adam, I'd like to build on the topic of privacy. All gender restrooms are now becoming a more likely consideration for commercial building owners, architects, and designers. What factors into this specification? Thanks, Patrick. Um, yeah, regarding uh, gender inclusive, it, it's it is something that we are we are doing in all of our arena stadium projects. I think it's so important to foster an inclusive environment at the facilities. You know, I think it's one thing to to you can't just re talk about diversity um, and inclusion. You have to act on it. We're paying a lot of attention. Our clients are paying a lot of attention to the what these restrooms look like, what the locker rooms look like, and and you know the best uh, best practice for implementing those. I think a lot of those can be taken back to some things that we've done for a while in hospitality. You go to restaurants and you see where uh, we do shared hand washing stations, right? So. The washroom is, is one shared environment and then there are individual men's and women's stalls or, or family stalls. So, you know, really starting to bring, and I, I think it creates a, a really cool environment. I think it strengthens the story um, telling aspect of a space. So uh, something yeah, we're continuing to, uh, to work on and implement and excited to see that a, a part of the, uh, the restroom experience. Excellent. All right. Kirk's been sitting here pretty quiet for a while, so let's get, get some questions out to him. Uh, Kirk, prior to COVID, there wasn't much of a focus on restroom traffic management, but this is a growing trend right now. With an increased focus on health and wellness in most public areas, what steps are Sloan and Populous taking to increase restroom use efficiency? Sure, Patrick. As people start to travel again, they go to stadiums and arenas, restaurants, office buildings. Uh, these types of facilities will have a lot of restroom traffic, so people want to feel safe when they go to the, these buildings, right? Uh, facility managers, building owners, uh, they also want their tenants and visitors to feel to feel safe. So Sloan is aligned with Modus Systems to be the official go-to-market partner for the Tush Lights product line. So if you're not familiar with Tush Lights, I know this is a product add-on's familiar with, but it's a really cool and innovative restroom solution that helps mitigate crowds in busy restrooms. And as we know, uh, Patrick, restrooms can be one of the most visited rooms in a uh, commercial building. So Tush Lights can 
helped optimize stall uses to shorten lines and help visitors basically know where to go in the restroom so they don't have to, uh, you know, walk down the row, peeking under the stall uh, stall doors to find an empty stall. It's uh, It easily communicates uh, which stalls are available with a green or red light that's uh, located outside of the stall. So basically when a user locks the latch on the stall door, the light turns from green to red. It also indicates where ADA stalls are with a, uh, with a blue light. Uh, there's also a data hub and software subscription facilities can use to uh, view stall and restroom usage data, which can help, uh, can really help them uh, with the restrooms to keep them clean and, and fully stocked uh, based on real-time usage. So it's a really great solution for a uh, smart and efficient restroom. And, and Patrick, we also just launched our uh, mobile wash station line for hand washing outside of restrooms. And what we're hearing from facility is they want a, a more convenient hand washing options beyond just the restroom. So these mobile wash stations can be placed anywhere in the building and we also have models that can, um, can actually be used outside of buildings like tailgate parties and construction sites, places like that. So these units are touchless which is very important now to users so they don't have to worry about cross-contamination. Uh, we basically have five different models to meet the needs of just about any application. It's a it's a simple, uh, really simple solution that helps facilities enhance you know hygiene and wellness throughout the building and not just in in, in the restrooms. Patrick, that's that's all great stuff there, Kirk. Um, I, I I've seen that Tushlight's product and it's it's really nice. So you know, Adam, could you provide a little more insight on the other benefits that that Tushlight system can provide the commercial restroom? Certainly. I think uh, one of the things that I find really interesting, and we're actually working with a, a team right now to implement this for some testing um, in the facility to really see the impact that it could have and, and if it, it certainly has this potential impact. And you know, that's uh, the connection back to your iPhone. I mean, everybody is coming to the facility with their iPhone, right? So the opportunity to uh, have an app on your phone that that tells you how long um, the line is, right? If their stalls open, if their journals open, we're all going to be nervous going back in when we start to see uh, these um, arenas and stadiums go back to full capacity. So having that ability to you know, minimize my anxiety is extremely uh, beneficial. The other thing we can do with it, right, is if you don't have the phone, you know, we can connect it to a monitor right outside the restroom door. And I can walk up to that restroom and I can see that every stall is, is full and I see people waiting or I can walk up and I see that, you know, really six of the six of the ten stalls. Because I think we're, we talked about distancing uh, previously, Patrick, and that, that's going to be in people's back of the mind, right? Like if, if I walk up there, some people, they see six of the eight stalls occupied or six of the eight urinals, they may keep walking because they know that, that there isn't that distance spacing there right um we're not able to go every other and some people may choose to kind of hold off going into the bathroom uh, initially so i think it could have some big effects there uh, moving forward and be anxious to see how how that works thanks adam the commercial restroom is a rapidly changing environment and with so many elements of society evolving right now it's important to stay in line with these new trends a big thank you to adam stover for joining us in the sloan studio today and thank you, Populous, for being such an outstanding partner as we continue to innovate forward-thinking restroom design. And thank you to our own Kirk Rubin, as well as you, our audience, for listening in. Until next time, I'm Patrick Boyle.
Thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Commercial Restroom Reflections podcast. Sloan is the total solution for commercial restroom specification and has been in operation since 1906. After ushering in the modern plumbing era with a Royal Flushometer, Sloan has grown to manufacture an entire integrated lineup of water-efficient products throughout the restroom, from flushometers and faucets to sink systems, soap dispensers, urinals, and much more, all while delivering cohesive design. If you like our show and you want to learn more, please subscribe at Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Spotify. And visit our website at Sloan.com to catch up on our latest innovations in product performance, sustainability, and design. Thanks for listening.